Disclaimer. The views expressed on this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik are solely the opinions of the host and the guest. The content of the conversation is not reflective of the institutions or establishments mentioned therein. Take all these opinions with a pinch of salt and a dash of lime if needed. Namaskara, good morning, good afternoon or good evening whenever you're watching or listening and welcome to this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik. My guest this week is Alexis Perkins. Alexis and I, like most of my guests, uh, met at the University of Central Oklahoma. I know it's turned into a bit of a running joke, but hey, as long as we can have interesting conversations on, the, on this podcast, that's all I want. Speaking of which... In this episode, we speak about a group uh, Alexis started on campus called Conversations. A lot of it is surrounded about just talking about life in general and being human beings and is instilled with principles of Alexis's belief system. So in this episode, we dig deep into all of those topics and how Conversations can help us as people um, overall and becoming better human beings and so much more. So there's a ton that you can relate to and take away from this episode. And I'm certain that you're going to have a good time listening or watching. So without further ado, I present to you Alexis Perkins on this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik. Hey Alexis, how's it going? It's going great. How about you, Pratik? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm good. doing good. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to be on the podcast and um, excited about this. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Before we get started, if you could let everybody know who's listening and watching, uh, who you are, um, some things about yourself, any future aspirations if you're willing to share likes, dislikes, the whole spiel. All right. Well, my name is Alexis Perkins, and um, I just got married this summer. So um, I was Alexis Loudermilk. So most people know me by Alexis Loudermilk. Um, I worked with the International House for a couple years and loved that. And that's how uh, Pratik and I met um, through the International Student Council. And um, right now I'm working with uh, my dad on planning an expo for the fall um, called the Second Half Expo. So we're excited about that. Um, Oh, my likes and dislikes. Let's see. I love food and traveling and meeting new people. Um, I'm planning a trip um, this fall, and I just got – I went to Colorado this summer, so that was nice. Um, Let's see. Anything else? That's a little bit about me. If you have any other questions, let me know. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, if, if you're comfortable sharing, mm-hmm. how does it? How different does it feel now officially being married? Oh yes. Well, it it's great. Um, Jake and I were dated for a couple years, and we're engaged for a couple years. So we were already, you know, re- very close best friends. And so, really, it's just a matter of instead of driving to each other's houses, now we just um, live together. Now that we're married, so it's it's great just getting to hang out with your best friend all the time. Um, so I've enjoyed that, and we enjoy living 
near um, near the mall, and everything is so close. So um, the area is great. We love Oklahoma. So at least I do. He's from Texas, so he's a big Texan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's beautiful, yeah. though. That's beautiful. Yeah, um, thank you. In terms of, I mean, I'm just curious about uh, this now that we've sort of mentioned it. Um, uh-huh. In terms of relationships and like uh, marriage in general. Uh, do you do you think that it's from your own, own opinion? Do you think that it's important for each other to be like best friends and like sort of being friends before taking that step? I think so. Um, personally, I know there's probably you know different cultures have different ways of doing things, and over the years, but um, personally, I think it's important to have that a really strong friendship and um, relationship with each other before marriage. Um, because you keep learning more about each other, even in marriage. Um, there's so much that um, every, each person is so unique, and there's so much to learn about someone. So um, I, I think personally, I do think that that's important. So mm. it's been helpful yeah. for our marriage. So yeah. for sure, for sure. Because yeah. uh, I mean, like you said, right? Like culturally speaking, it's very different for different cultures. Uh-huh. So it's just. Like the outlook of marriage in different cultures is just fascinating. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. But yeah, just sort of transitioning into like the main topic of conversation. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, I've used the word there. Uh, is a recent group that you started in uh, the University of Central Oklahoma called Conversations. Uh, so before we sort of dive into that a little more, if you could briefly expand on what Conversations is and what the goal is. Sure. So Conversations is a group of people that we get together and we bring in um, speakers and um, just have conversations with each other about life, about um, how to succeed, um, different topics that are relevant and helpful for the group. So whatever people are interested in, we take requests for topics um, and we just try to encourage each other and uh, build friendships. So it's um, a faith-based group too. So we have a lot of faith-based topics and um, it's been, it's really grown over the past year. Um, We've started out with just a few people and then um, it just grew and keeps growing. So we're excited to Um, have a second year of conversations and keep the group active. And I'm the off-campus advisor um, now. I was the president last year um, during as I was finishing up my last year of college. So um, we're excited about um, keeping it going. That's awesome. Um, Why why the name Conversations? That's a good question. So Conversations is, I think it just relates to people, um, you know, everybody loves, I don't know, I love to talk, but um, <laughs> conversations is just a term that um, even across, you know, we have a lot of international students in the group and um, we just want to get together and talk about life and how people are doing. And so I think that title and that um, the name really resonates with me and with other people. So. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned the fact that you uh, like it's also a faith-based group. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that like because you mentioned the fact that the word conversations, like having that as like the name of the group, uh, people can relate to that and it makes it a lot more accessible. Do you mm-hmm. think that um, if, for example, it was based on a faith, like the name was based on like faith-related topics, 
do you think that would have reduced the amount of people joining you or do you think that that would still be open enough? Hmm. That's a good question too. Um, I don't know. I mean, it probably would be conversations is more of a general uh, name, like you said. And so we try to relate to anyone interested in joining the group, but also we mentioned that it is faith-based so that they are aware of that when they join the group, um, if they're comfortable um, talking about those type of things. Um, but if it was, you know, a more, um, faith-based name, then it might change our, uh, the type of people that are um, interested in joining. So our target mm-hmm. audience may be different than it is now. So um, maybe more specific towards people that are looking for that type of group. Right now, we want it to relate to anybody who's interested, but also let them know a little bit about what the group is about first. So I don't know yeah, if that... Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that does answer your question because, uh, like you said, it's also about sort of attracting the people that you want to attract, right? Because mm-hmm. um, if you do have a faith-based name, even though your intention is not to give out that message, a lot of the times it can be misconstrued to be something else. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally understand that. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of having international students and like speakers and these faith-based conversations, um, What's like the major or like the biggest takeaway you've seen so far on this journey of having conversations? Mm. The biggest takeaway for people in general or for me or both? (laughs) For you in personal, since you were the one that started this and it's been about a year. Okay, for me personally, um, I think the biggest takeaway is, especially during the pandemic, um, this group has been really helpful um, for me and encouraging to me just to know that there, everybody's going, we're all going through the same thing. Um, we're all, you know, during that time, we were all at home and everybody was trying to learn how to do things differently and more online. And so just having kind of a support group has been very encouraging to me um, because the students that joined the call, um, I, the purpose of the group, I really wanted it to be encouraging for people during COVID-19 pandemic. um, But I've actually been encouraged myself. So I would say that's the biggest takeaway for me. Mm. Because especially like during that time, I feel we all felt like we were away from the world because we technically were, right? We were all locked up in our houses. Um, There was that sense of like the fear of the unknown in terms of what was going to happen down the road. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely helps to have like a group, like a support group. I like conversations where people can join in together and just, you know, just talk. Because I feel like at the end of the day, uh, we are social beings, right? Mm-hmm. So we do like to talk a lot. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. We need that yeah. connection as human beings. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, just in terms of um, having these conversations, like, how did it help you mentally or, like, in a personal, more in a more personal perspective in terms of starting conversations? I think it helped helped me. This is something that I had wanted to start um, for a long time. So I remember when I started college, um, my friend and I, um, we start, had a group just with three people and we would just get together and talk about 
you know, faith-based topics. And then um, throughout college, I was a part of other groups and other um, faith-based groups. And then I got to a point after I got um, came to UCO, I had conversations with other people who were very interested in something like this with um, many people who expressed an interest in being a part of a group like this. So I thought, well, this is something that I really want to start because I think it would benefit um, people as a whole and benefit me. Um, so it was kind of a sense of accomplishment too, because um, I had wanted to do this for so long that finally my last year um, of college, we were able to start an organization and I didn't know if it would last or if it would um, continue, but it has. And so mentally, I believe that has brought me a lot of um, encouragement um, and also just the human interaction like we we talked about. Um, I think that's very important throughout college and also after college. So we open this group up to alumni and so um, people can still stay connected who have been a part of UCO in the community if others, if people are interested in joining in. So we have different perspectives and I've grown and learned a lot of, from other cultures too. Um, we have people from all over the all over the world that join in. So um, some from South Korea have been joining in lately and they get up early in the morning and they join in and it'll be 5.30 here and 7.30 a.m. there and they'll join in before work. So it's really... Um, brought a lot of encouragement and joy to me personally. So, mm. Yeah, because like the fact that you have people from South Korea joining, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> in itself shows like it's, it's sort of a testament to the fact that it's doing something for people, right? Because uh, I feel like a lot of the times when like you start an organization like this and you just mentioned it, um, there is a sense of, oh, like, will it continue? Once I leave, what's going to happen? There is that sense of, like I said, uh, mention this again, but like that sort of fear of the unknown mm-hmm. in terms of what might happen. Uh, so the fact that you have people from South Korea joining right now is just a testament to the fact that it's working, you know? So kudos to you for that. Because, um, yeah, I feel like we can be demotivated if things are not going the way that they want them to go. So did you ever feel that sense of demotivation or a sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, or did you did you at ever, any point feel like it wasn't working? Oh, yes, I did. At the, when we started this group, um, really bringing awareness to the group was something that... <clears throat> we had to do at the beginning because people didn't know about conversations. It was a brand new student organization. Um, and so just people that I talked to knew about it, but the campus as a whole, um, there's a lot of students at UCO. So um, I think getting the word out was one thing. And um, so I did feel a little bit of that um, lack of motivation at the beginning. We, we started out and sometimes we'd have sometimes we'd have just one student show up or, you know, at the very beginning, because it was so new. And so I want, I started to wonder if, you know, is this going to continue? And are, is there enough interest? It was kind of a test in a way to see, can we keep this going? And if there's not enough interest, that's okay. But if there is, it would be great if we can keep this going long-term since we already put so much work into starting it. 
So um, I think after things kind of kind of kicked off and kept going in the spring semester. So the fall semester, it was a little slow. So yes, I did feel those feelings of lack of motivation at times. Mm. What kept you going? Like what kept you to like pursue it, still keep going? Oh, well, this was something that um, I really wanted to do for a long time. And I didn't want to just not just let it go, you know, and let it die. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was determined and I, in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep trying and, you know, see what happens. So really the in-person one, we did in-person and online and we found that the online actually became even more popular, which I was kind of surprised because I thought people might be tired of online, but it allowed people to join from their home and and was more convenient for people. Um, we also have had, you know, people, someone from Canada even join in. Um, like I said, people all over the world and also the country um, too, from other states in New York, um, students who have graduated or have had to go home over the holidays. So I think over winter break, when UCO had that long break, that really um, helped in a way with um, people all were at home and kind of lonely, I think, in a way. So they wanted that connection. And so we provided that opportunity to connect all throughout the winter break and throughout the semesters. So, And summer, too. We've been keep, keeping them going throughout the summer. Mm. So I don't know if that completely answered your original question. but No, it did. It did. It does. It does. Because <laughs> okay. uh, I've like the reason I asked that is because a lot of the times, even with this journey, like of my own, mm-hmm. I do tend to question sometimes like, what if I reach that point where I just don't want to do this anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, or what if like it's not working, you know, because a lot of the times, um, we tend to forget that these things take time in terms of like they take time to build. Um, And, and this is nothing against anybody who's listening or watching, but it's very easy for us to quit today because there's so many things that we can jump onto and like latch onto and try different things. So now there's nothing wrong with trying different things, but how important do you think it is to be patient about something that you've started doing? Oh, I think it's very important. Um, like planting a seed, you know, sowing seeds and, um, you're waiting for the plant to grow. And there's a story, um, like the Chinese bamboo tree that, um, I've heard before. And so you plant this, you know, you plant it in the ground and you water it every, you know, and then it takes, I think, oh, it takes several years before you actually see it growing. And so um, it'd be funny, you know, if your neighbors look over and like, why does he keep watering the ground? There's nothing growing. But you know that if you're a patient, then the tree is going to sprout up. And it's amazing this tree grows, I don't know, you'd have to look it up exactly, but um, many, many feet within a short, short amount of time. So um, sometimes you see a lot of growth in a little bit of time, but it all results from the patience and the hard work that you put in behind the scenes to make it grow. So it doesn't happen overnight. And I think it takes faith too to think, you know, um, like you see the end result in your mind, 
and you see, you know, for example, this group, I see this group being an encouraging group and support group for students. Um, so you can see that end result and keep picturing that in your mind, and that kind of helps you in the long term, I believe, too. Hmm. Yeah, because like you said, right, it's very, it's very easy to also be demotivated by somebody else next to you saying, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. nothing's happening. Uh, so that influence can also, uh, that negative influence can also sort of pull you down. Um, yeah. How important do you think it is to believe that you can still make it through? Oh, that you can still make it through. Mm. I think it's very important. It depends on what you're doing. There are some things that um, maybe are worth letting go at times in your life because not everything is going to work out. Um, But depends on, you know, how passionate you are about something and whether you're willing to put in the work and the effort to see it, um, see it grow long term. So I think it's important. Mm. And you bring up an interesting point there about letting go of things too, because I agree with you, it's very important to also do that. But mm-hmm. for you personally, and, and this is this is hard for us to do as people in general, but what would be those factors that make you, or that make you think that, okay, this is probably the time for me to let go? Like not necessarily just about conversations, but in general, um, about anything that you're doing. Um, what are those signs that you might pick up on that might make you believe that okay, this is it's time for me to let go of this? Hmm. I think it's important to weigh the pros and cons. So mm-hmm. whether or not you know, is this group um, for me personally, it'd be you know conversations helpful and beneficial and or is it you know what are the pros and cons of this of keeping this going but for anything in general making a list and sometimes it helps just to write things down and Mm -hmm. is this what are the benefits and what are the you know disadvantages and so and kind of thinking about that and maybe talking to someone else about it too talking to more than one person can be helpful um getting different feedback from others and um asking you know what are your thoughts on this? Is this something that I should maybe let go at this time in my life? Um, and then reflecting for yourself too. So I think that's important when you're making decisions and that has helped me when I've been making, uh, had to make big decisions in the past. So and talking to someone that's older and wiser than you sometimes can be helpful. Mm. Very true. Very true. Cause they've seen life differently mm-hmm. and, um, you know, sure, like we all have different perspectives and um, the way we look at things is going to be different, which mm-hmm. sort of helps in that case. Yeah. Because they might be seeing something that you don't see. Um, so have you ever had that moment ever in life in general where you weren't seeing something that you needed to let go? And you don't. You can share as much as you're comfortable sharing. You don't need to go into specifics of it. But um do you feel like you've had those instances in life where somebody else we viewing it from a different angle was telling you, look, this is actually not good for you and that you should maybe let go? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I'd have to think about that because oh, I'm sure I have. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's okay. You don't need to go into specifics about it. You can just sort of briefly mention what you took away from it, if you will. Sure. Yes. So um, I think maybe just my, um, the, maybe my perspective or thinking about things, I, I did just, I just now thought of an example. So um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes we can come think about things maybe negatively or from a different perspective and um, it helps to have someone kind of say, hey, maybe you should think about it from this point of view or um, see things from this angle. And so um, personally, I think maybe if you happen to get into a negative thought pattern or something like that about a certain situation or something, it helps to have someone from the outside tell you um, maybe you can approach it a different way. So I think that's been helpful for me. And it helps to have somebody that you can go to as a mentor in your life. So, um, personally, somebody, you know, that I, I look up to. Um, so I have my family, I'm very close to my family. So, um, my dad is very helpful as a mentor throughout my life. So, um, I would say it's helpful to have somebody you can bounce feedback off of and say, am I looking at this from the right perspective? Hmm. How important is it for us as people to, understand that there are different perspectives Uh, and the reason I ask that is because especially with the world that we live in be it social media or like these echo chambers of people just being in their own groups I feel like it can get a little hard sometimes Mm -hmm. and I mean there's there's a lot of nuance to that in terms of why people choose to do what they do and I totally understand that Um, but in terms of just understanding that we should look at it, look at things differently, um, but sometimes we don't. Um, and now I sort of lost my train of thought in terms of where I was headed with that. But <laughs> um, in terms of just, let's see, in terms of just understanding, um, how important do you think it is for us to see the fact that there's different ways of looking at things? Hmm. I'd say it's very important um, to take that, you know, 10,000 foot view. I learned about that in one of my um, courses that I took in college. And it's important to um, go to the balcony is what we learned about. Mm -hmm. Um, And that means, you know, if you're in a situation that's very um, crazy and you are having trouble, you know, um, thinking straight because there's just so much going on and um, and you're get becoming angry or something like that. It's important just to um, figuratively go to the balcony, which means you know take a step out of the room and to try to think about things from a different perspective and um, take that ten thousand foot view and reflect on things from above instead of just from what you see in your angle. Because as humans, we we see the world through, sometimes we can see the world through, you know, our rose-colored glasses or different colored glasses and see things that, you know, we think that's that's the way it is. But then you talk to somebody else and they see things differently than us. So I think it's very important to have those conversations with people and talk to people with different perspectives and it can enlighten you and to learn, try to grow and reflect. Um, journaling can be helpful in learning how to be more um, introspective and um, that can help, I believe, in seeing things from different perspectives. So, 
What has helped you in like uh, you mentioned journaling there. So what has helped you be introspective about um life? Oh, I that's a really great question too. Um I personally I think journaling can be helpful in thinking through situations um and like I mentioned um talking to other people who you're comfortable with and you're close to and asking them questions. Um if you have been through a situation and um you know or asking them about yourself like how do you view me in this area and how am i doing in this area and that can kind of um help you see yourself from a different angle in a different perspective so um i had a list of questions i remember that um one of my professors provided in our classes that was very helpful to ask your your boss and ask family members i believe or friends um about yourself and your skills and what are you good at and so you might think you're good at something and then other people might see you're good at this and you're good at this and you can talk to several different people and that is that's very helpful personally to me when i'm um in an interview i can say well people say that i'm good at you know communicating that i'm in fact my boss told me this you know so then you can say that um from other people's perspectives and it's not just what you think so i think that that's another way that has been helpful to me hmm that's beautiful uh mm-hmm. did you did you any uh, did you ever have this moment like in this journey of like hosting conversations where somebody's or what somebody said gave you that balcony view of something that you were actually thinking about mm. oh i think um yes i have there's been i think um the stu- some of the students that are on the call a lot of like i mentioned a lot of them are international students and so that is really cool about our group because there's so many different backgrounds and cultures and uh, that are part of this group So I I find it inspiring when I learn about how people are doing and growing themselves and so um we had a topic recently about um positive thinking and um how we got into topics about self-care too. And so learning how other people take care of themselves and um I think that's important through college and also throughout our lives to take care of ourselves. And so I learned from other perspectives and other, you know, other cultures and what do they do to find peace and relaxation through the craziness of life and um that's an inspiration to me learning from other people in in their daily lives and their practices. So Mm. from this um sort of like cuz i remember when i was also attending a couple of these sessions some time back i remember that um you know a lot of the times we had people chiming in sharing their different stories about things and like you said that is really helpful in terms of noticing some things that you don't notice mm-hmm. right so um in terms of just bringing these conversations together how um cuz like i feel like a lot of the times i can ask convoluted questions so i'm trying to sort of break it down as i'm talking um but in terms of focusing on a 
specific conversation or specific topic um what is it that helps you all focus on something because i feel like a lot of the times when you're having these conversations you can also be sort of taken on to a different path altogether um so how how does it help bring conversations back if that makes sense oh so your question is kind of when we're discussing topics and if people kind of we get on to a different topic um how do we continue on the same um topic is that kind of what you're asking kind of yes and sort of yeah sure Let, let's go with that and then we can <laughs> expand on that yeah. okay um i think for this group what i've what i've learned personally um we have different speakers that come in and and some of the different speakers will have a different style of talking and so some of them mm-hmm. want to keep the keep the conversation on on the topic they'll ask a few questions and some if people get off they'll they'll come back to their notes or their um their topic and then um others i personally um have i've led a few of the conversations um uh, recently and i kind of like it when the conversation um happens to flow naturally and just what people are what's really on people's hearts that they get to talk about mm. what are their feel what are their feelings what what are they going through and i think that's been um i like that style personally not everybody maybe relates to that but that's what i like about having different people lead and different speakers because some students might resonate with a certain style of um the flow of the conversation in these meetings so Mm. Yeah, you've definitely struck a chord there cuz I I agree with you over there like I like for things to flow. Um but I was just sort of wondering like since these sessions are quite short uh like you want like I also understand that it can be um like from from a speaker's perspective like you said um some people prefer to go back to their notes cuz they want to stick to that. Do you feel like and this can be answered in a general way it doesn't necessarily have to be associated with the group do you feel like we create these constraints in our minds that don't let us let conversations flow naturally maybe so i mean, i think it probably depends on your background you know some people are um if they speak all the time like um and they're used to giving speeches or lessons or you know depending on your background um you may have be used to trying to keep things on topic for example you know students if you're a teacher and the students get off topic like okay let's get back to cuz you got to get through the lesson and teach them what they need to know um so i think maybe it kind of depends on your background and kind of the way you approach it um and then Yeah, everybody's coming from different perspectives like we talked about earlier. So. Do you feel like there's some nuggets that are hidden in these sort of conversations that flow naturally that probably don't come out if you just stick to one topic? Yes, I think so. Um I think it's good to let people to ask questions but also let people share kind of what's on their hearts and minds because then you can get to the root of 
what do people really need and what do we need to talk about if something is weighing on them, you know, what can we do as a group to support that person and encourage them through what they're going through. So sometimes things come up if you let people have, let everyone have a chance to talk. Of course, we don't, we try to let the conversations be um, equal so everybody has an equal opportunity to talk and not one person dominating or just a few people dominating. Um, of course, our speakers um, will talk more when they're presenting a certain topic that we're learning about. Um, so, yeah, I think that hopefully that answers your question. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, mm-hmm. So in terms of like having these conversations flow naturally, have you sort of um, noticed or not noticed, I guess, but is there um, a specific incident that you remember uh, that just sort of made you wonder, wow, this is, we ended up in a beautiful place from where we started this conversation. Not to say that where you all started wasn't beautiful, but, um, you know, like it opens a different can of worms sometimes, which in and of itself can be fascinating to sort of dive deeper into. So have you had any of those moments in your sort of journey of hosting conversations? Mm, Yes, I think so. Actually, it was just this past week we had a conversation where... um, we had a topic in mind, but um, there's different people on the call that it was a part two on um, finding positivity and happiness in your life. And so we had already discussed the topic the week before, but there was actually some different people on the call um, this past week. So it kind of, it was so interesting because um, everybody that joins in the call has a different um, perspective and different experience and background so they have a lot um, different conversation you know everybody who joins in affects the conversation which is really cool um so we did we ended up the topic was positive thinking and stuff but we kind of ended up talking on um how ended up kind of sharing how everybody was doing in their life at that time and so that that was really great and to it, it kind of just flowed naturally and we didn't stick with the script on that topic. So I really um, enjoyed that and I thought it was um, a really great conversation. And um, like you said, we ended up in a beautiful place. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I like yeah. it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So just mm-hmm. to sort of um, pick on that topic a little more now that you sort of brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, how does sharing like with one another, help in that sense of building a positive outlook on life? How does sharing help in building a positive Mm -hmm. outlook? Um, I think learning from other people and how they, since the topic was on positive thinking, how do we stay positive in our personal lives and deal with, um, you know, situations that we face in our day-to-day life. And I think sharing, it can help to know that, you know, we're not alone, that everyone has, um, everyone is facing, you know, some kind of challenge in their life. And so how can we um, together help each other and support each other? So I think that helps in creating that positivity. Hmm. Yeah, because I think sharing also helps everybody realize that it's not possible for things to always be positive. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and understanding that also goes a long way because um i feel like when you're always trying to be like um if you're always sort of thinking about oh uh, i need to be positive i need to stay positive sometimes it can also lead to you not reflecting on what actually needs to be fixed because you're then sort of creating a smoke screen of wanting to get something while you actually have something internally that you need to deal with so i personally just feel like sharing in that sense also definitely helps verbalize the thoughts that you have and maybe through talking to different people like you said it can definitely help you realize things um which at the end of the day is definitely a larger net positive right uh like realizing that there needs to be work done is definitely a bigger positive than just thinking that you are on a positive track and no work is need to be done mm-hmm. I, i don't know that was a lot of like words out there but i hope that made sense Yes, no, I agree because one of our conversations on positivity, one of the students brought up that um he said, "Well, I'm not a very positive person." And it, he was talking about, you know, his challenges he's he's facing and so sometimes like you said, it it we go through we share things that aren't always positive because our lives aren't always going to be, you know, everybody goes through times we're not happy all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was a good point that you brought up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just fascinating and uh how like these dynamics of like uh thoughts work in our mind. Um how does having a group like conversations help bring that complexity of thought out into the world? Hmm. Oh, I think it helps in a way I, we'd have to ask the people a part of this group to see what everybody mm. thinks but i hope that it helps us as a whole like think deeper as a whole on and think about you know not just surface level things but um deeper topics and, that are of interest to people so um one student brought that up um that he met with somebody um, one-on-one and he said that person helped him think deeper on life and so um and thought that was a really interesting comment and i think you know being able to talk about things that you don't normally talk about on a day-to-day basis it can be helpful um on life so mm. um now that you sort of mentioned that how i mean you said it's like it helps to definitely think deeper Um do you feel like there are things that stop us from thinking deeper? Mm, I think sometimes the busyness of life can and if we don't take time to reflect on our experiences and on life we can kind of just go through the motions in life um and it's easy to go about our day-to-day life and not really reflect on you know how am i doing and how are things going and where do i want to be and um i think that's that's important i'm all about um goal setting and i love that um just having those goals and um create having meaning and a purpose in life that's really important to me too so those are things that kind of resonate with me mm definitely cuz um like you said yeah like when we're just busy with everything it's sort of 
easy to forget that you need to look in deeper mm. um and you said goal setting is one thing that definitely helps you in that yeah i i like um setting goals just gives me something to you know look forward to and also think about you know where am i at now and what do i need to do to get to where i want to be um so that's kind of something that can be helpful in reflecting on personally how how are you doing and how can you um you know, also reflecting on the past, but also the future, focusing on the future is something that I think is important too. So. Mm. How does faith help in thinking deeper or looking internally? Mm, That's a wonderful question too. Um, There's, I think faith is, can really help you in thinking deeper because it's all about things that you can't see. (laughs) Mm. Um, So having faith is, you know, you can't always see things, but you know, they're there. For example, we have faith that we know we we're breathing air right now. We can't see the air, but we, we know it's there. And same with gravity, you know, you can see things drop and we can't see gravity itself, but you see the effects of it. And so I, I think that faith can can help in that because you're you're putting your faith in things that you can't always see. So oh, that that's really a fascinating sort of example to explain faith. I've never really thought about it that way, mm-hmm. but the example of like the fact that we breathe in air because we have faith in the fact that we are actually breathing in air or yeah. gravity for that matter. I've never really thought about it that way. So that that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Oh yeah. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of um, realizing the fact that, or having faith, excuse me, um, a lot of the times as humans, we prefer to see things like physically. Um, do you think that that sense of wanting to see something physically takes us away from having faith? Yes. And um, so faith in general, are you talking about like a spiritual faith or is it like just a faith in general, like about life or? Faith in general. In general. question, yeah. Yeah. I think I agree that um, the physical things that we see, we, we want to see things to believe it. <laughs> So, um, I, I believe that as humans, that's something that sometimes people are like, well, I have to see it, um, will show me, but true faith, um, if you can have that kind of faith that you also see the evidence, maybe you can't see the physical, but you can see the evidence and proof of things and you believe it. Um, I think that's true faith. So. Mm. how do you now that you sort of asked that question how do you distinguish between faith in general and faith and faith as in religion and spirituality how do you differentiate between the two okay well faith in general i think would be you can have faith in in anything in general i guess you know i have faith that you know you could say i have faith that tomorrow i'm going to wake up in the morning or (laughs) or i have faith that um, 
oh, I'm going to make an A on this test. <laughs> um, so in general, it could be, you know, just believing um, in something that it's going to happen. And in the spiritual part of that would be, there's a verse that says, faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. So I think that's really powerful. And, um, you know, hoping for, you know, spiritual part as a Christian, you know, you hope for heaven or, um, and you can't see it right now, um, and believing in God and in Jesus. And so those things that you can't see, just like air and gravity, you know, but you can see the evidence through, um, through the Bible and different things like that. So, mm. yeah, because, um, like we just mentioned, right? Like it's very easy to, um, lose faith when you don't see things happening mm-hmm. um but generally speaking or in whichever angle you want to answer this question um how does faith help you personally hmm. well oh i would say faith has helped me as um <clears throat> personally since i'm a christian that has helped me so much um throughout my life because um, it gives me purpose and meaning in life and um, knowing that this life isn't all we got, you know, for me to know that I have personally have that hope of, you know, heaven and life after this and um, seeing, you know, other people, you know, other Christians again, that um, people who have passed away and um, having that hope of, you know, of all of that and knowing that there's a God out there that, cares about us and loves us and that that I'm not you know just an accident (laughs) that we Mm. all are are unique and we were created you know in the image of God so that's something that has helped me personally in my life so Mm. Uh, that's beautiful um how does um or well um how does this go or not go excuse me but how does the concept of uh, purpose connected self to faith. Uh, the reason I ask that is because a lot of the times um, it can seem like, oh, you can still have a goal in life, but uh, a lot of the times people don't have faith in the fact that they can make it there. Um, so how important do you think it is to have um, faith to sort of lead or live a purpose in life. Mm, like how is faith and purpose related? Is that kind of sure? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of connected. How? I would say um, it's very yeah very connected um, because without faith, um, for me personally, if I didn't have faith in, if I didn't have you know God in my life or or Jesus or all of that, I would feel like I don't have any purpose. And I'd be like, well, I guess my purpose in life is just to, you know, get a job and work in this life and um, succeed for myself, you know, or for my family. But it gives me purpose to know that I, that um, for me personally, my belief that we are eternal beings and that we, we live forever somewhere, that this life isn't all we got that helps me. Um, so I think 
faith in that gives me that purpose. Um, and without the faith, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't feel like I have a purpose. So I hope that yeah answers the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think, do you think that having um, faith in general can also help? Like the reason I ask this is because a lot of the times um, it's very easy to sort of um, take shots at different religions for the way that they have a certain outlook in life. Mm. Um, so generally speaking, um, do you think making that a distinction of having faith from a generalistic sense can help somebody with their purpose? Hmm. Having faith from a general um, stance help with their purpose. Oh, like in different, are you talking about just in, yeah, in general? Um, yes, I think so. I, I think it does help with our overall purpose because everyone puts their faith in something, you know? Mm. And so um, and that's what gives them the purpose to wake up each morning and to live life. So, um, yes, I believe so. Mm. And in saying that, uh, to sort of put a spin on that question, mm-hmm. how important do you think it is to realize that for us people in general, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times people from every section of society um, you tend to hear different things. Oh, uh, follow this faith and you will become this way or follow this faith and do this and do that. And mm-hmm. that'll get you to a better place than where you are right now and so on and so forth. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like every person has their own experience with life. So if you're a religious person and like, you know, if you have like faith in, in spirituality, Um, that's awesome. But I think at the end of the day, having faith in general matters more. Would you say so? Oh, well, I think we're coming at it. You know, everybody has different perspective. Like we talked about earlier. I think it goes back to that, um, that everybody has their, their own way of looking at life and saying like, is this, we all have our, um, we can, we're not robots, you know, so we can yeah. all make our own decisions and we all have the ability to choose, you know, this is the way that I want to live my life. So I, I think that's a beautiful thing that we're able to, um, we have choice, you know? And so I, I love that. And personally, like I, I choose a certain, you know, way, um, different, we make different choices every day. Like for example, with our careers and everything we do and also our faith is included in that and spiritual faith. So, um, I, yeah, I think it goes back to like, what's, what is important, what's important in general. And I would say, yeah, it goes back to our faith and, you know, was this world created by an accident or was it created by, you know, was there a higher power being behind it and kind of our faith in that and kind of guides us, I believe. Like, so I don't know if that kind of answers your question, but for me personally, it kind of, it goes back to our general faith in, you know, is there God or, you know, all of that. So, Mm. Yeah, no, that definitely does. And the one word that sort of came to my mind was providence. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the specific definition of the word, but uh, definitely understanding or knowing that there is something external um, that's unbeknownst to us uh, is helping us lead in a or take a certain path. Because going back to the example you gave earlier about like the air we breathe, we don't mm-hmm. see it, but it's there and it's keeping us alive. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I think that understanding of the fact that there is something out there, even if you're not a religious person or don't believe in anything or any God for that matter, um, knowing mm-hmm. that there is like something external um, that is helping you um, can definitely go a long way. Because I feel like a lot of the times we can feel lost as people and sort of believing that the universe is conspiring for you um, can definitely help you have faith. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, we probably sort of talked about it already, but what is your what is your outlook on that? Oh, the, the universe spiraling for you. So can you kind of like explain so I know exactly what you're asking? Sure, 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 yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason, so for example, um, I'll take my... Well, let me, what example should I pick? Because uh, I'm a, I'm a big believer in things happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so just understanding that um, if something doesn't go your way, that that was probably not meant to be and that there is actually something better out there for you. Um, and while you're fixated on this thing that you've not gotten, Remember that it's very likely that there's actually something better out there waiting for you, and this is not the end of it. Um, I feel like knowing that uh, can go a long way in sort of believing that the universe is actually just conspiring for you, even though things don't always seem rosy and there's ups and downs. Uh, mm-hmm. Even those downs uh, are sort of taking you in a direction that will eventually get you to a better place. So that was sort of the thought that I was coming at it from. Yeah, okay. Oh, you know, oh, that's such a deep question. Um, I'm enjoying this conversation because you are you are asking some really great questions and very good at Thank that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, wow. I would say that it's so, it's hard to know, you know? We don't really know mm. for sure, but... I personally, you know, as a Christian, I, for myself, I believe that there is providence in life and that, um, that there are things that happen in life that just seem like God was behind it. And it doesn't seem like that was an accident, you know, (laughs) um, throughout the Bible, I, I think the Bible is something that I use to guide my life personally, because, um, of all the, you know, historical accounts that of course, throughout history. And also just reading those, those stories just show that there was providence involved in all that. And I think that there is still providence today, but just like, you know, air and gravity, like we talked about earlier, we can't, we don't always see it. And sometimes you can't see it in the, um, when you're, for example, if you're driving a car and you look in the windshield, you might not see something as clearly, but if you look in the rear view mirror, you might see it better after you pass it. So I think in life, sometimes when things are coming at us, we don't always, see, we can't always see it clearly in the, you know, in front of us. But then 
behind us, when we look back on our lives, we can see, wow, like I can see how God was working in that area. And that's personally in, in my life. Um, that's kind of the way I view things. Um, so like we said, we come at things from different perspectives, but that's the way that I view life. Um, and I know everyone has different opinions on that. Um, and like you mentioned, I felt like I maybe didn't quite answer your question on the faiths and stuff, but, um, earlier, but I think for me, I use the Bible just to guide my life and try to follow that, you know, as closely as I can. And, and, um, that has helped me in, in my faith and seeing, you know, in what direction to go. It's just, just following it, you know, and not adding to it or subtracting. So that's, that's been something helpful for me. Um, and that's what helps me in guiding my life. But, Hmm. Definitely. And just to sort of add a little more context to that um, mm-hmm. thought that we brought up about the universe conspiring for you. Uh-huh. Um, I follow this YouTube channel um, called Yes Theory and they're, they're quite wonderful people in the things that they do. Uh, I will link those pages on the description um, of this uh, podcast. But just to sort of give a brief rundown, they have this message of seeking discomfort and they do these different things um, that sort of help people come out their come out of their comfort zones um, from a physical sense so with one of the members of that group this is probably something that happened last year um, he was talking about how or, well he actually met with quite a bad accident and it was he was close to passing away But, you know, he had a second chance at life, if you will. Um, And he was talking about that, giving him a moment to just reflect on what he needs to do. And um, on the fact that he kind of felt stagnant at that moment. And that something was trying to tell him that there was something that needed to change. Um, So, yeah, all of those sort of thoughts and like, uh, the combination of things that I tend to notice around me, if I was to put it that way, sort of make me think that um, the universe does conspire for you. Um, but that's just my personal outlook. And like like you mentioned, you know, not everybody's going to agree with that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think it definitely sort of helps to look at it that way so that you are positively noticing that, okay, even though I'm going through a rough time, there's something good that'll come out of it. Mm-hmm. I think there always can be something good that can come out of something, um, no matter what you're going through. Um, so I think that's a good point. Definitely. And when you you believe that too, and you have that faith, then it's you know more likely to happen than if you're like, no, nothing good is ever going to happen to me. <laughs> so I think um, there's a movie I watched that was interesting called The Secret Dare to Dream. And it talked about just, I don't know if you've seen that or not, but it's a very, very good movie about just um, when you think about something a certain way, then that's what's going to happen to you. So your thoughts can be very powerful. So, mm. What was the name of the movie again? You said The Secret Dare of Life? Um, it's called The Secret Dare to Dream. Dare to Dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Definitely. Yeah. I'll definitely check that out. And I'll also mention that or in the description for people who are interested in checking it out because um mm-hmm. yeah i think um a lot of it is like um 
everything that happens within our mind, right? Like, mm-hmm. be it a positive outlook on life or um, a negative outlook on life. At the end of the day, you're playing the game inside of your head. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have faith or if you, and not from a religious sense, but generally speaking, and if you don't believe that things will actually turn out okay, you're going to keep yourself in that negative rut of thoughts which sort of goes back to what you just said right like thoughts are very powerful uh, so yeah i just feel like noticing that goes a long way in sort of getting yourself out of that negative phase that you might be in mm-hmm. yes i think that's a great point mm-hmm. thank you yeah i it's like conversations like this are quite fascinating just because everybody comes at it from a different angle mm-hmm. um so yeah it's just fascinating how we all look at the concept of faith and uh, our purpose in life and so much more yes uh, so definitely yeah. um yeah i'm glad that you shared uh and that you were open about everything i asked so thank you so much for sharing um oh, of course and, you know it's just yeah thank you so much for sharing your perspective on everything um really appreciate it uh just sort of transitioning into the word association game that i had mentioned to you earlier um the segment is called bish bash bosh <laughs> basically uh, i'll give you one word and you'd have to respond to that word in three words or three phrases so for example if i was to say faith what are the three things that come to your mind that's a sort of way that we're going to play this um faith is not the word but um there are five different words that i ask every guest on the podcast just just to just excuse me just as a way for me to see how people respond to the same words differently um so yeah it's it's a i just find it as a fascinating exercise so yeah does that does that make sense yeah that sounds great cool mm-hmm. awesome So the first word is differences. What comes to your mind when I say the word differences? Hmm. Three things. Anything. Three, the first three things that are three things. calling out to you. Oh, I almost I thought of the antonym um the same and mm. oneness um culture. Awesome. Uh what are the three things that come to your mind when I say the word nuance? Oh. Differences. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so that's, that's a good one. Um language and and talking. <laughs> mm. It's awesome. Uh, that's awesome because uh, talking goes a long way in understanding nuance so i like the fact that you brought that up mm-hmm. uh the third word is learning what comes to your mind when i say the word learning learning online in person mm. and growth mm. beautiful the fourth word is empathy what are three things that are calling out to you when i say the word empathy compassion kindness and caring. Awesome. And the last word for this segment is similarities. 
uh, what are the three things that come into your mind when I say the word similarities? Alike, um, mm. in common, and um, together. Beautiful. That's a clo- that's a great way to sort of close the segment off. Thank you so much for playing along on this segment of Wish Bash Bosh. Just have a couple more questions. Um, well, the last one's not really a question, but uh, the first one is, and that is, how do you relate to people? Oh, how do I relate to people? I relate to people through um, listening to their stories and um, having conversations and being able to share. Um, each other's thought, share our thoughts with each other and maybe things that we have in common. So one of my favorite things to do um, in relating to people would be to go um, out for coffee with people when I'm getting to know people. Mm. So I um, very much enjoyed um, meeting people when I studied abroad in South Korea and relating to people from different places and going um, grabbing tea and coffee with them. So. Mm. Awesome. Uh, and the last question, which is not really a question, uh, but more of a request. Um, if you could leave everybody who's listening and watching with a positive thought or a positive outlook that keeps you going, please feel free to share some, share it. Oh, oh, I really like that too. Um, I, th- I think something that um, helps me, something that just popped into my head, I have so many things that I could probably say, but I would say encourage one another and build each other up. So I think that's important to, when, you, when you're when you out there encouraging and helping other people, if you're ever feeling down and you go out and do something for somebody else, then you're automatically going to feel better. So just focus on giving and not expecting anything back. Mm, that's, that's wonderful. That's a wonderful way to close this off um, with a deep thought. So thank you so much, Alexis, for joining me and having this conversation i really appreciate you taking the time to do this of course thank you prateek and um yeah yes thank you for all that you're doing to share um ideas with people through your podcast no i appreciate you saying that and you know about if people are open to finding out more about uh, conversations um you know feel free to reach out and i'll have those links in the description as well uh, but yeah thank you so much for listening and watching uh we'll see you guys next time Thank you for listening to this episode of Perspective Platoon with Prateek featuring Alexis Perkins. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a review on the platform of your choice and follow Random Relatability on social media. Share your thoughts on the guest introduction post on the Random Relatability Instagram page and also check the description for other sources of information, timestamps and content that we've talked about today. If you've made it this far, Thank you once again. I really appreciate you listening to the entire episode and joining in on the conversation. Until next time, stay safe, take care, and don't forget to keep your mind open to different perspectives because you never know, random relatability might just be around the corner.